Good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I am your host, John Fowler, and it is early on Thursday morning, the uh, 12th day of January 2023. Glad to have you tuned in to the Pulse WV Live. I hope you're having a great day and as, uh, as you begin your day. Now, we're starting a little bit early on the live part because I've got to get to uh, a meeting at uh, starts at nine o'clock and it's going to take me a little while to get there. So, <clears throat> but anyway, normally we meet at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, for the Pulse WV Live. Well, here's what the topic is today on this day how to get the answer. And I'm going to show you a couple things. So let's pray and get started. Father, we love you so much and we thank you, God, for provision. We thank you, God, for health. We thank you for strength. We thank you, God, for what you're going to do in this day and on this podcast. And Lord, we just give you thanks, we give you praise, and we give you honor because it is in the name of Jesus we ask you. And I just pray that you share, like, and subscribe. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. You can catch us in a lot of places along with uh, being live. So thanks for tuning in and being a part of the show today. All right, here's what we're going to talk about, how to get the answer. And uh, here's the thing. For you to get an answer, a lot of times you have to have a challenge and you have to have a promise. I learned in grad school uh, in statistics that you can only solve a problem by what you know. Scott Young taught me that. He said you can only solve a problem by what you know. You can't add to the equation. You can't add to the situation. You just have to start to start solving the problem by what you know. So if you've got marital trouble, you you start to solve the problem by what you know. If you, uh, you're having trouble with your kids, you start solving the problem by what you know. And you don't add to it, and you don't take away from it. But to get, to get the answer from the problem or the challenge, you have to have an equation. Uh, like I said on Sunday morning, 1 plus 1 equals 2. So you have to have, number one, you have to have God as one of the, the parts of the equation. And then you have to have... Um, all the activities and all the things and all the, uh, you can't solve a problem unless you know all the answers. So that's how you have to do that in the part two of that. So you can only solve the problem by what you know. So here's a couple of things that I wrote down. There's your will as part of the question, as part of the problem, and there's God's will. So your will and God's will equals the answer. Here's the key. you got to figure out how to get your will to God's will and then get an answer that pleases him. I hope that makes sense because it does to me. So the equation must lean towards God's way. And uh, this is how you get the answer. Now, let me show you a couple things. Over in Matthew chapter 7, 7 and 8, listen to this. The Bible tells us in Matthew 7, 7 and 8, it says, Ask and it shall be given unto you. So you want the answer? You ask. Seek and you shall find. All these are all these are verbs. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So ask is part of the equation. Seek is part of the equation. Knock is the answer. For everyone that asketh receives and he that seeks finds, and he that knocks opens. Isn't that so cool that that actually lists into a uh, an equation, into a into a problem, into a, into the answer. 
Ask and it shall be given. So what are you asking for? So I'm going to give you eight different ways uh, before we go today on how you can get the answer. Number one, write this down, seek confirmation through the Bible. If you're praying over something, you need to make sure and you need to seek confirmation in the Bible that what you're praying about is God's will, which is number two. Make sure what you are asking for is God's will. You know, if you're if you're praying for um, you you um, you're married, but yet you like this other person, and you you want to pray uh, for that person, and you say, um, "Well, uh, I'm going to pray that I divorce my wife and marry that person." Well, no, that doesn't work that way. You have to make sure that you're not asking amiss, which is what James tells us, which means that we're act, asking in error. Uh, you know, if you're asking to see one of your children saved, well, that's definitely God's will. So make sure what you are asking for is God's will. Number three, pray for wisdom. You know, if you're buying a house, if you're buying a car, understand something that if you have good credit and you say this, um, well, if, it, if the loan goes through, it must be God's will. Not necessarily, because let me tell you something. If you have good credit, the loan will go through whether God's in it or not. That's how that works. I did loans for many, many years at a bank, and so I know how that works. So just because you have good credit, you know, and take God out of the equation, if you have good credit, it'll go through. Whether, whether God, well, no, he'll stop it. No, I mean, there's principles. And uh, so that's why you need to pray for wisdom. Uh, Then here's the thing. I want to encourage you to get some real mature Christians in your life, people that you can trust, people that you can tell tell your thoughts to. Now, let me tell you this. If you're a man, have men as your mature mature, uh, accountability partners. Women, you know, get women to be your accountability partners. People that are mature that you can talk to on a regular basis and bounce things off of. I have that. It's wonderful. Number five is prepare your heart to receive the answer. It's one thing for people to ask, but then people just drop the ball. They say, well, you know, I asked, but I didn't get it. How do you know? Are you preparing for the answer? And then you say, okay, I'm going to trust God that in due time, in his timing, he's going to give me the answer. Now, he will answer three different ways. Yes, no, or wait. If he tells you to wait, don't try to make it happen yourself. That's where people mess up. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I haven't heard from God, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Don't do that. The decisions that you make today, you could be paying for for years to come. So prepare your heart for the answer. Number six, seek your heart for whatever hinders you from hearing God. Basically, what I'm saying <coughs> is take a check, a check, take a checkup from the neck up, and say, okay. I've got to hear from God. What is what is hindering me from hearing him? Is it an unconfessed sin? Is it a repetition sin? 
something that you keep doing over and over and over that's, that's hindering your relationship. So you must begin to examine your heart and say, okay, what is hindering the, the answer? And number seven is this. Do not, uh, do not insist on what you want. Now, the Bible does say to come to, come to him boldly, but don't say, God, this is what you're going to do. And let me know how that works out for you. So do not insist what you want. Say, God, you know, I'm really praying about this. I'm, try- I'm praying about this purchase, or I'm praying about this building. I'm praying about this church. And I just want your will. See, that's the thing. We have to constantly crucify the flesh from what we want. We're not in charge of us. God is. If we're saved, we no longer belong to ourselves. Run everything by God. When God speaks to you about something and he says, and you feel an awkward feeling about that, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that, and it's because the Holy Spirit is leading you and guiding you and directing you. And sometimes you have to do this one. Go for prayer and go for fasting. Go for prayer and go for fasting, depending on what the answer may be. If you have a loved one that you need to to see saved, you may have to do some fasting over that. You may have to do some praying over that. Because let me tell you something, God is on your side. You do those eight things, I encourage you to write those things down. I encourage you to take sticky notes, put it on the refrigerator, on the the mirror. When you look at the mirror and you say, John Fowler, you are blessed and highly favored. You don't want to say my name, but say your name. You're blessed and highly favored. Ask and it shall be given, Matthew chapter uh, 7, verse 7. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. That is the equation for the Pulse WV Live and for you today. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus, just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. If you prayed that prayer today, that means your name is written in heaven. That means you're on your way. Get in a Bible-believing church. Start reading your Bible. If you need a Bible, just request it through um, through Messenger. Send me a message, and I'll send you one free of charge, courtesy of the Pulse WV Live. You want to be a part of this ministry by by giving to it? You can do that by texting the word Pulse to one three zero four two four four thirty one eighty seven. You can also go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal, or mail your love gift to PO Box one forty one, Gasaway, West Virginia two six six two four. Have a great day, everybody. The Friday edition of the Pulse WV Live, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this Friday for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live. Have a great day, everybody.